And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Thanks for hanging out here at Rosie's Downtown, 10th and P, Chris Schmidt and Connor Clark. And find Connor on Twitter at C underscore Clark underscore 27 at Schmidt underscore Radio. Hale Varsity streaming live, Hale Varsity YouTube channel or the Hale Varsity Radio Twitter at HVarsity Radio. Managing editor and uh, author with John Cook, Dream Like a Champion, Brandon Vogel with us at Brandon L. Vogel on Twitter. So we have our uh, a, a poll question up. We don't do a ton of those, but uh, I'm proud of this one. We talked about it. We spoke it into existence a la George Costanza. And uh, Brandon Vogel, I'm going to get your on-air vote right now, my friend. Uh, Elijah Herbal is making his way west on Interstate uh, 80 to, to get to Grand Island, and then he's flying to Vegas, not to, to see a Wayne Newton tribute or check out whoever's in residency, but he's going to Ultimate Fighting this weekend. And his, uh, his alias, because Elijah's now famous, is Leslie Chow. That is, it's it's like Andre Smith or whatever Michael Jordan used as his alias. You know, the kid who beat him out for the, the ninth grade varsity spot. Does does Elijah visit the hospital this weekend or does Elijah get detained slash, slash arrested? D- does either happen? Does he get too crazy uh, with uh, the, the blackjack table and hilarity ensues? No, I think I think Elijah will be okay. I think he'll he'll strike the balance of, hey, we're going to Vegas. We're we're going to do this thing, um, <clears throat> but I think Elijah was responsible enough to at least stay out of custody. We'll, we'll, we'll give him that. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't I can't vouch for I can't vouch for his financial fortunes, um, but you know who 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 can you vouch for his financial financial fortunes in vegas but uh i think i think he'll avoid the authorities at least i feel like uh, the another option should be the over under on on both because you can't leave that many times uh, yeah (laughs) out of the possibility i mean come on anything that happens in vegas stays in vegas right Uh uh-huh yeah right uh vogues have you been to, to vegas with friends that one or both of these things have happened hospital or uh custody (laughs) no thankfully neither of those i've been to vegas twice both of which were a fairly long time ago i went uh in college after i was 21 with a this was actually for a class in college um (laughs) what were you taking (laughs) so at at hastings college we had J term, interim, uh, whatever. You take one class for a year. And the class was the math and music of Las Vegas, which like we learned all about wow. the math behind these games and then went to Las Vegas like fifteen. Um there were there were a couple young women in that class, but the majority dudes um and went out to Vegas. <laughs> drove from Hastings to Las Vegas uh, <laughs> to, you know, put, put what we had learned into practice, um, which was an interesting experience. And then a couple years after that, uh, I took my brother and a couple of his friends out there for my brother's 21st birthday. So it's been, gosh, almost 20 years since since I've been to Las Vegas. 
Well, that's an awesome class. I thought the history of American jazz or whatever I took at Nebraska, which was cool, history of sports, those were great. But the the music and math of Vegas, that's a that's a that's a sweet class. That is a minor. <laughs> you know, and I feel good about my choice. I felt a little bit bad about it at the time because, like, my other option was to take a class that took me to Ireland. But I would end up going to Ireland basically a year later. And then again last year yeah, for sure. uh, Nebraska, Nebraska Northwestern. So I, I played that hand right for whatever it's worth, at least in my own estimation. Brandon Vogel's with us. Now, keeping with the the Vegas theme, and I'm going to make it about Nebraska football. If you were to snake some money to Elijah, what futures would you put down on Nebraska? Would you go with, what are they at? Like six, They'll probably be at six and a half again, won't they, from a power index? They live in the six and a half friend zone over under win total, bowl total, uh, pick where they go. Do they win the West? Do they finish in the top third? How would you hedge things if you're making an investment? Yeah, using the SP, the first SP Plus ratings that came out, um, I think I kind of penciled it out and inferred Nebraska's win total sitting right at about 6.4. So I think six, six and a half, six. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised if that's where Nebraska's actual win total opened from an actual sports book uh, going into this 2023 season. And if, if I were to make a play there, um, I, without knowing the odds, I would take I would take the over. The real key thing there with Nebraska is going to be you kind of like if you go three and zero in non conference play, feel really good about hitting hitting the over on even six and a half. If you don't go 3-0, which, you know, Colorado is a total mystery. They're going to have an entirely new team. Um, Louisiana Tech, probably one of the two or three best teams in Conference USA, which is a strange conference right now, given all the change they have there. And Northern Illinois expected to be down a little bit, but still a program that is, has won a lot of football games at, at the G5 level. So it's not easy. When I like fast forward this thing way too far into into August already, that's kind of how I look at this Nebraska schedule at the moment is go 3-0 and in conference play, and you've got a chance to, to have a season that everybody's talking about at the end of the year, which can be a good thing, bad thing. Um, and, you know, everyone was kind of talking about Scott Frost's first season at Nebraska, even though it didn't go that well, but it finished strong. Um, <clears throat> do that, and I, I feel good about taking over on, on Nebraska. Brandon Vogel is with us on Hale Varsity Radio. Brandon, we were talking about it in the first segment of the show today. Competition in the practices, if you will, prior to spring ball kicking off. How important do you think that is? For this group to get after it early and learning how to compete before learning how to win football games because i feel like in my personal opinion having that competition year round obviously doesn't get you out of that spirit of competition yeah i think i think it's big because this this first spring under a new coaching staff you're obviously trying to maybe not obviously you're you're trying to to set the standard of like this is how it is all the time 
And if you're going to outwork everybody in your room for whatever position battle may be on the table, um, that's going to matter. And setting that standard is, is really important. It's kind of easy to do right now because we all go into, you know, Nebraska's going to start spring football in a couple of weeks, and we all kind of look at it as, like, mostly a blank slate. Um, we know who some of the best best players on Nebraska's roster are. Um but with, with a new coaching staff, you, you don't know necessarily what the expectations are. So, so putting those in place right away, I think, is, is vitally important. And having a, you know, program that where competition isn't just a press conference word, it's just not a, a post-practice quote, but it's actually something players see and feel, um, I think, I think is, is the way to do it. So, so we'll see, you know, to this point, like Nebraska's new coaches have all said the things that you'd expect new coaches to say, but the proof's in the pudding. So, so let's see if there's actual competition and let's see if it actually goes on day by day. And, and I, I think it will. Brandon Vogel joining us, HailVarsity.com and Magazine here at Rosie's for State Basketball, uh, 10th and P, just across from the embassy, not far from the PBA, where you can go check out uh, all sorts of girls' action tomorrow and through the weekend and come on back, do it all over again for boys next week. We'll be posted up down here at Rosie's. We're on center stage. Vogues, I did not change my room. This isn't my basement. It's kind of cool if it is. Kind of reminds me of Junior's room, honestly, uh, except, uh, unfortunately, he has a Sparty flag up that may or may not be flammable. Uh, the black shirt flag behind me is really cool here at Rosie's. Uh, you have a lot of excitement from the fans. Trev spoke last night. He likes the direction to kind of piggyback off of what you were talking about with competition and Connor's point. Do you think what what side of the ball do you think needs to to have its height the, the the highest level of competition? Both sides need to do well, yes, but is it more important for work to get done and answers to be found, seemingly found in pencil on offense or defense? Where do you think most of the questions are at? Uh, good question. Because, um, you know, it's easy to break it out by, like, position group and say, oh, there's there's a lot to sort out on the defensive line. But speaking by, by unit, I think, I think it's got to be the offense. I mean, last two years, last two seasons, we've seen this Nebraska defense, and it was kind of gradually getting better, but got to a point where it was a defense that, that could allow – 20 or 23 points a game and that's that's pretty good like the best defenses in the 10 in iowa um for example um michigan of late might give up only 13 or 14 15 points a game and and then you're you're really doing some business like at that point you're you're a defense-led team um i don't know if nebraska i don't think nebraska's in a position to get there the, the thing that didn't come along with that over, you know, the past four or five years in Nebraska football is the offense being an offense that could consistently score over 30 points a game on average. So I think for that reason, I would put the onus on, on the offense. Like you've got to get to a point where like, unless you're going to play defense that that's allowing fewer than 20 points a game, like your offense needs to be over 30. 
and, and, and Nebraska has struggled to hit that consistently, um, which is a pretty big surprise when you think back to kind of like how the Scott Frost era started. Um, mm-hmm. But it's, it's where they need to get to. So it, when I when I look at those two units as two halves, um, no disrespect to special teams, um, that's important as well. But for the purposes of the discussion, two halves, like I think the offense has, has more ground to cover. Brandon Vogel with us from HaleVarsity.com and Magazine Managing Editor at Brandon L. Vogel is where you follow him on Twitter and uh, catch his work. Brady Oltman's, Aaron Sorensen, Jacob Padilla. Uh, the crew is all over it between uh, college hoops, basketball, uh, football, baseball, yes, big series, and, uh, of course, high school coverage. Vogues, we'll talk to you this weekend. Thanks for the time, bud. Sounds good, guys. Thanks.